This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. In the squadron, they called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. So it's the uh, Friday before Christmas, right? It's the Friday before Christmas. Uh, Christmas is Monday. It's Friday, but it's still a work day. It is still technically a work day. And I have a beautiful story about a man who desperately, desperately needed the job. Um, he was going through a divorce with his wife, and they were about to go to court. And they had a court date, like January 4th. And on like December 20th, he loses his job, and they're fighting for custody. And if he doesn't, if he loses a job, he's definitely going to lose custody of his kid. And he desperately wants to keep custody of the kid. This is like 40 years ago. So um, he gets fired. He gets fired, not because he did anything terrible. He was just uh, suddenly he was like he was a he was a kind of a full time dad and a full time guy in the advertising business. And he had never been the sole provider or caretaker of the child. The mom just walked out. And uh, so, you know, he's always kind of leaving work early to go to soccer games or whatnot or and the boss didn't like it. So he fired him. Anyway, and then it's time to get a uh, a new job. He's got to get a job quick because his lawyer tells him, look, if you don't have a new job, if you don't have work, there's no way you're going to get custody of your kid. So um, it's amazing what he's able to do. On the Friday before Christmas, this guy pulls out. He pulls he pulls a magic trick, and he does it. because This is, by the way, the movie Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Has anybody seen Kramer versus Kramer? Great movie, Dustin Hoffman. And what happened to Dustin Hoffman? He's still alive. Was he Me Too'd? They did a soft Me Too of uh, of him. Uh, I don't know what happened. I never met the guy, but uh, one hell of an actor. And quite frankly, I uh, I miss him a little bit. I miss him. Did you hear what the United Nations uh, just did? They passed a demand, a resolution that demands Israel ceases fire. They want Hamas to do the same thing. Uh, I certainly hope Israel blows it off and keeps pounding away at the terrorists. That's what they must do. That's what they have to do. It's it's amazing how, um, you know, they only get worked up. They only get worked up about Jews defending themselves. Jews and Jews, when they have to, going on the offensive. There are so many groups persecuting others all across the globe, all over the world. You know, the Chinese uh, regime there is, uh, I mean, they're, they're conducting genocide against a, a Muslim minority. I think they're called the Uyghurs. You never really hear about that, do you? Um, why is that? I mean, we, we get so much stuff from China, right? Everything we wear is from China. Um, and President Xi can come here with Joe Biden and they'll walk and talk in the park and laugh like lovers, right? Wasn't that a, wasn't that a commercial? We talked and walked and laughed like lovers for the Collingwood Hotel in Midtown Manhattan. Um, and, Everybody is all over the Jews. Why is it? Well, I'll tell you why. Let's figure out this riddle. It's anti-Semitism. It's anti-Semitism, pure and simple. Uh, so Israel, hold strong. I know it's tough. I'll say this. At least the United States 
We didn't vote vote against the resolution, but we abstained, like no vote, which is, I think, a bit of a cop out. We should have voted against it, not just uh, said we're not voting. You got to vote against it. You got to back up your key ally, unless you're unless you're Joe Biden and you're worried about reelection and you want to tell Arab Americans in in uh, Michigan that you know, hey, don't worry, I'm uh, I I don't like the Jews either, right? That's kind of the message under the table that's going on here, and uh, sometimes not under the table out loud. What they did to Benjamin Netanyahu, having administration surrogates going out there and bad-mouthing Bibi in the middle of a war, that's damn near unforgivable. It really is. And um, I'm going to carry that around for a long time. Hey, have you heard? Nikki Haley is surging. All right, don't believe the hype, okay? They're going to try to prop this up just like they did DeSantis, just like they did Jeb Bush, she is the flavor of the moment for the establishment for the, well, I guess you'd call them for the uh, for the oligarchs, right? For the people who think they actually run this country. They hate, they hate it that the people run this country. Uh, Nikki Haley, gosh, she is a smug woman, isn't she? So there are two new polls, uh, YouGov, YouPorn, I don't know what they're called. They're uh, not, not the main, not the main, not the main poll. But in one poll had her 14 points down. Oh, and she's proud of that. Listen to this. Listen to this smug. She's so smug, I can't stand it. Donald Trump has been dominating. Now it's they say it's a race for second place, and then and then anything can happen. They are just looking for ways to trip up Trump. But listen to her. This is the she's the again the candidate of the moment. Cut 13, please. Donald Trump has started to attack me. A couple of days ago at a rally, he said, I don't know what this Nikki Haley surge is all about. Do you want me to tell you what it's about? It's a new poll that came out in New Hampshire. It's got Trump 44, Haley 30. We're surging. Stop. When in political history has anybody bragged about being down 14 points, right? That's how much Donald Trump is dominating this field. Um, Nobody likes Nikki Haley in MAGA. We don't trust her. We don't like her. We see her as a as a war profiteer. I consider myself. I'm not the spokesman of MAGA. I'm not MAGA Inc. But I'm pretty in touch with MAGA, and we don't like her. Um, she also has taken many liberal positions. I do remember during the summer of 2020, she was out there big time, you know, with the Black Lives Matter crowd, and uh, pushing all that stuff. She likes to have it, you know. And she, oh, she's a well. I guess her big claim to fame is uh, she's of Indian descent. Is that it? I don't care. You don't care. Uh, but that, quite frankly, gave her a rationale for even running for governor. Keep going. out. The, the fake news is pushing this as well. Uh, this is CBS News. Keep going with cut 13, please. All right. For more on this, we're joined by CBS News campaign reporter Nidia Cavazos. Uh, all right. Uh, so tell us about this new poll, Nidia. Yes. Well, good morning from Iowa. And what this new poll from New Hampshire tells us is that, one, there continues to be momentum for Nikki Haley. Stop. <laughs> I should point out that this Nidia Cavalos, whatever her name is, is, I mean, I'm, she looks like she's 15 years old, maximum. I, it's incredible how, how like young these reporters are, how inexperienced they are. And you'll listen to what she just what she's what she's reporting here it's nothing that you can't get off your phone they fly her all the way up to new hampshire and iowa to like you know understand the process right now that all they do is just stand in front of the camera and spout stuff spout stuff about numbers is this reporting keep going 
continues on this upward trajectory that she's been on for the past months. You know, Donald Trump is standing at 44 percent. Nikki Haley is now at 30 percent. And what this means is that this is the closest any of the GOP candidates have come close to Donald Trump. And what's also important to note from this poll that was just released yesterday is that Donald Trump three months ago, pretty much remained around the same in the mid-40s. His support has remained rock solid. But fast forward three months into December, we still have him around 44%, where Nikki Haley, on the other hand, has been surging significantly. So it'll be interesting to watch out in the next few weeks whether she will continue on this trend and whether she will continue to close in on this gap. All right, stop. (laughs) This is political reporting, everybody. This is what they do. They go out there and they... And they think they're better than you. They think they're better than than me. They just run around with their silly phones, tweeting all day long and texting each other and making I just this that that's not substantive. There wasn't an item of substance there. Nothing that you could not figure out, you know, uh, whether you live in Brooklyn or Schenectady or, you know, why, why bother? Why bother to go? Why bother? Is she surging? I guess. Well, you know, the big money guys on Wall Street uh, are are excited about her. Who's what's What's it called? Black Rock or Black Stone? Black Rock. What's the one? What's the one that really wants to rearrange society? One of those guys. Black Rock, Black Stone, and she's been showing up there. And you know, when she shows and she's looking for money, it's like Black Rock or Black Stone. It's like they're her boss. And I think she needs a boss. Actually, she kind of. I mean, she has the um, demeanor here. Of uh, of an assist of a substitute teacher for the fourth grade. Nothing wrong with being a substitute teacher for the fourth grade, but you can't you can't go from that to being president. Now listen to her when she actually announced her campaign. I mean, I, for a split second, I was open minded. Okay, I'm for Trump, but maybe Nikki is a number two, and I'm like listening to her. It's like no way, no way. Talk about a lack of substance, and she doesn't think we're very smart. Uh, cut twelve. Nikki Haley's campaign kickoff. Cut twelve. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. I was the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Not black, not white. I was different. Stop. First of all, she's walking down the railroad tracks. You know, like the railroad tracks. Remember you used to hang around the railroad tracks, like, you know, juvenile delinquents smoking cigarettes? She's walking next to the railroad tracks for no apparent reason. And what was that about... We weren't black. We weren't white. We were different. It's the very first thing she says about herself. Look at me. I'm Indian. Isn't that the first thing she said? Did she say daughter of uh, Indian immigrants? Is that what she said? One more time from the top. Sorry, I got to get this straight. The railroad tracks divided the town by race. I was the proud daughter of Indian immigrants. Not black, not white. I was different. Yeah, she said it right off the top. Indian immigrants, we've heard this story before. We don't care. What can you do? What skill do you have? Hey, by the way, what side of the tracks was she on? <laughs> Divided the town by race, huh? Bramberg, South Carolina. Keep going, please. But my mom would always say your job is not to focus on the differences, but the similarities. And my parents reminded me and hey, my Hey, stop sibling- for a second. She said your job is not to focus on the differences, it's to focus on the similarities. I'm willing to bet all I have that Mrs. Uh, Nikki Haley's mom did not say that, that some ad writer for some political consultant came up with that, right? It just doesn't say, your job is not to focus on the on the differences, but on the similarities. 
That's not an American message. I mean, it's just, it's, it doesn't even make sense. Keep going. Every day, how blessed we were to live in America. Some look at our past as evidence that America's founding principles are bad. They say the promise of freedom is just made up. Some think our ideas are not just wrong, but racist and evil. Nothing could be further from the truth. I have seen evil. All right, stop for a second. Nothing could be further from the truth. This is why you don't want to have cliches. You know, like, I don't know if you remember teachers. Don't, because as soon as she says nothing for, nothing could be, is she really going to say further from the truth? You see, your mind already knows it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's lame. You're, you're taking up time and space with something we already kind of know. Tell us something different. Tell us something new. Tell us something about yourself and tell us what you can do. I already know that the liberals don't like America. All right. So far, she's from South Carolina, uh, grew up near some railroad tracks, and her parents were from India. So what? Keep going. In China, they commit genocide. In Iran, they murder their own people for challenging the government. And when a woman tells you about watching soldiers throw her baby into a fire, it puts things in perspective. Wait, 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 wait. Put things into perspective. How? Say something. Well, what? Finish that thought. Doesn't even finish this, even this lame brain stuff. What does Trump call her? Bird brain. I think we all know why now. All right. Keep going. On our worst day, we are blessed to live in America. I was born and raised in South Carolina. You said that already. So I have seen the very best of our country. People here threw out the old, tired political establishment and demanded accountability for their tax dollars. Industry reports called us the beast of the Southeast, which I love. Wait, she loves beast of the Southeast because it rhymes. How cute is that? What does it mean? More business came to South Carolina. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. She keeps boasting about how she brought BMW and Mercedes and Boeing when she was governor. Those things were there in the 90s. Those things were there 10 years before she showed up. Keep going. For fresh starts, moms and dads held their heads up high. Children learned that it was always a great day in South Carolina. It's a great day. It's a great day. A great day. A great day in South Carolina. Oh, man, this is so cornball crap. Uh, no way, Nikki Haley. Nice try. Uh, we are going to finish up that ad. It's got a real doozy, though, a real doozy, uh, uh offensive, even coming from her. It's, uh, it's over the top. Be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You will notice that with uh, Nikki Haley, quote unquote, surging, uh, once again, no one is talking about Ron DeSantis. Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, well, I saw this coming a year and a half ago, one year and a half ago, before DeSantis declared, before he was even reelected as governor of uh, Florida. What was this? June, uh, June, July 2nd of 2022. Uh, Greg Kelly rips into career politician Ron DeSantis over potential 2024 run against Trump. Uh, big picture of me. Um, the conservative host Greg Kelly warned Republican Governor Ron DeSantis on Friday night, do not take on Donald Trump for president in 2024. The declaration from the conservative star comes more than two years ahead of the 2024 general election and months ahead of the 2022 midterms as behind the scenes Republican Party lieutenants mull 2024 GOP presidential contenders. Governor Ron DeSantis, he is amazing, so talented, so smart, unlimited political future. I want him to be president someday. Kelly began his Friday appearance with a graphic appearing stating, not yet, Ron. I think that's almost guaranteed to happen, but I'd rather not see him run in 2024. The message from Kelly comes while Trump world remains unsure of precisely when a Trump 2024 campaign announcement might come. The New York Times reported that Trump could announce his candidacy unusually early, and the news may come not at the rally but on social media. It ultimately became at a rally uh, at Mar-a-Lago in November of 2022. After airing a highlight reel of the Florida governor taking aim at reporters, Kelly heaped on the praise before cutting to the chase. Let's face it, though, he's borrowing heavily from Donald Trump in style and agenda and policies. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But I'm hearing from more and more Republicans. Well, you know, Donald Trump has all that baggage and it's time for a fresh face. Do not fall for that argument. Kelly then dug in, arguing that unlike Trump, DeSantis should be considered a could be considered a career politician. Let's see. He's 43 now on Election Day in 2024. He would be 45 years old. Now, here's the thing that makes him what three decades younger than President Trump. I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying he's got plenty of time ahead to make his move, but not now. And there are some things he needs to clean up. Hmm. Just a little bit, I said. Uh, let's see here. Kelly added that in 2018, he believed DeSantis should have easily defeated then-Democrat candidate Andrew Gillum. Yet instead, he said DeSantis was nervous and fidgety during the debates. I think DeSantis needs substantial work on that. He's not ready. 
further, Kelly chalked up DeSantis as a wannabe Trump clone. Obviously, DeSantis has studied President Trump very, very carefully. You can kind of see it in this picture in Mar-a-Lago. I have a picture of the two of them. And the way DeSantis is staring at Trump, you can tell he's studying everything. Not just looking at him. I mean, inhaling him. Uh, let's see here. I mean, they're very similar, and I think DeSantis inhaled so much from Trump. Kelly said the agenda, the style, it's all Trump's. Trump changed everything, changed everything. I think he can change it again. Here's an idea. Could DeSantis be the VP? Probably not. DeSantis has been doing this since he was in his 20s, and he's still not a master at it. You got plenty of time, Ron. You're going to embarrass yourself. What an interesting prediction from me a year and a half ago. Totally right. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know, it's best not to look at that video from the border. It's going to upset you. It's going to make you want to, I don't know, uh, run down there and see what you can do to stop the situation. You see that video of all these people coming in. Now, it's one thing to come in from South America, all right, Mexico, Central America. I expect that. But when you have these single men coming in from China, coming in from uh, other countries all over the world, it's weird. It is so strange, almost like there's a real operation underway to destroy this country and uh, with all kinds of collusion from within. And Nikki Haley is not <laughs> – she's not up to it. I'm going to get back to – should I do that now? Yeah, let's get back to that. Uh, sure. Nikki Haley explaining uh, how she – well, she doesn't even say, like, why should she, she should be president. I think she says because I'm a woman at some point. Keep going. We were proud. And when evil did come. Police in South Carolina are looking for a gunman following a shooting at a church. Several victims. We don't know the uh, severity. We turned away from fear toward God and the values that still make our country the freest and greatest in the world. I don't understand. Must turn in that direction again. Uh, hold on one second. Oh, there was a mass shooting in a, in a church down there at one point. You know what a governor can do about that? Pretty much nothing. Uh, pretty much, not. she went to a bunch of press conferences and a memorial service. That's appropriate, uh, but she put that in there. You know who made this ad? The same guy who made the Joe Biden ad. The same guy who did the ad for Joe Biden. Remember Charlottesville? It's the same. It's the same pablum. It's the same crap. Oh, wait a second, the music's getting a little bit more upbeat and serious at the same time. Uh, is this the real message? Go ahead. Republicans have lost the popular vote in seven out of the last eight presidential elections. That has to change. Joe Biden's record is abysmal, but that shouldn't come as a surprise. The Washington establishment has failed us over and over and over again. It's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility, secure our border, and strengthen our country, our pride, and our purpose. What? Some people look at America and see vulnerability. The socialist left sees an opportunity to rewrite history. Can you stop for a second? She said the her agenda, as specific as she got, fiscal responsibility Time for a new generation. A new generation. Thanks a lot, Kennedy. Uh, let's see here. And uh, something about pride. <laughs> the, 
this stuff doesn't cut it anymore. It just, it, they're playing from the 1990 playbook, even the 1960 playbook. All right, I think she's almost done. Keep going. And Russia are on the march. They all think we can be bullied, kicked around. You should know this about me. I don't put up with bullies. And when you kick back, it hurts them more if you're wearing heels. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. Oh, you go, girl. You hear that when you kick them back? It hurts with heels. You go, girl. What a stupid commercial. No chance. No chance. Now, the only thing, gosh, that is so corporatized, sanitized, lame, generic. She's generic. And, oh, by the way, I never notice a woman's clothes. A woman's clothes. I really notice her. Crummy. She needs to step it up in the wardrobe department. Anyway, I don't care. I don't want her to win. Stop this fake news. Pushing her, pushing her, pushing her. Um. You know, these corporate types, they think they can do anything, uh, and maybe they can. I am paranoid for Trump right now, totally paranoid. Somebody told me yesterday that RFK, Robert F. Kennedy, was assassinated uh, not by Sirhan Sirhan in 1968, but by the deep state. And it never occurred to me before, but, you know, Lyndon Johnson was no fan of RFK. Lyndon Johnson... Lyndon Johnson, his two chief political rivals, people he was jealous of, the Kennedys, two of them got shot, two of them. Uh, and who benefited politically each time a Kennedy got shot and killed? Hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm very, very worried. Aren't you? Mm, Max, hello. Hello, Greg. Thank you for taking my call. Let's not forget that Haley is a warmonger. She worked for the U.N., and after she left, she had no money, and she began working for the arms industry. Uh, Well, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. As you know, I am no Nikki Haley fan whatsoever. I don't like her. Um, Now, she was on the board of Boeing. Quite frankly, I don't consider Boeing an arms dealer. I mean, they make all kinds of things. Yeah, they make fighter planes, but they also make 747s. Um, you know, I mean, I don't like how these career politicians go right to these corporate boards. But you said warmonger. Uh, tell me more about that. What do you mean? How do you, how do you define warmonger? Well, I was trying to give you warmonger to make it a bit simplified instead of saying... Hey, um, I can handle it, Max. You don't have to dumb it down for me or us. Okay, can I say neocon then? No, no, because no, you can't even tell me what that is. And even if you do know what it is, I will, that, that I will never understand. Nobody understands what neocon means, all right? It's a pain-in-the-neck phrase, and I don't want to hear that. I just want you to, okay, how is, she, how is she promoting war more than anybody else? And don't give Ukraine as an example because uh, Ukraine is um, – look, I think Ukraine, we've totally overinvested in it, but there are so many people pro-Ukraine right now. That doesn't make you special. That doesn't make you uniquely a warmonger. So tell me how she's a warmonger. Well, uh, all right. Sounds to me, Max, you came up here and you just called her a name. I'm all for specifics. I need, I want to learn. I am open-minded. And you say you dumb it down. Oh, thanks a lot. Come on. It doesn't cut it. Okay. Board at Boeing. Boeing is a great company. It is a fantastic company. My very first plane ride was on a Boeing 707. And then I remember my second plane ride. It was on a Boeing 727. Planes used to look different. Max, I want you to do some homework for me and then call back. 
Uh, let's see here. Yeah, that doesn't cut it. Um, but then again, what's his name? Tucker Carlson can't stand her either. Tucker Carlson. Cut 16. Someone asked me, would you vote for Trump if he chose Nikki as VP? And I, would you guys vote no? for Trump? Well, I mean, that's the question that I asked you specifically. Well, I, right. I, I, I would not only not vote for that ticket, I would, I would advocate against it as strongly as I could. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I well, that, that's, I, just, I, that's just poison. I mean, here's someone who's actively opposed to the interests of the country I grew up in, who endorsed the BLM riots. I knew that. And who is not only is, is not left, but is neoliberal in the darkest, most, speaking of nihilist, nihilistic way, and has no real popular support, is a, is a creature of the oligarchs. So, yeah, that would be that would be reason to oppose the ticket. You see what about that neo word, though? I mean, uh, Max just called her a neocon. Tucker called her a neoliberal. Uh, stop with the neo stuff. But that's pretty significant. That is really a big deal. Uh, all right. Oh, and Fox. Fox News. Who'd have thunk it? Pushing Nikki Haley like crazy. They're always, boy, they hate Trump. The Murdochs, it's personal. They must stop him. There are only like two, three people over there who are honest, who know anything. The rest of them are just, they'll do anything for the cash, and they don't stand for anything. Boy, Roger Ailes, the world... The world is in a is in a sorry shape without Roger Ailes. I miss that guy so much. Uh, hello, Sandra. Hello, hello, Greg. Um, you know, I wanted to talk about something called well, it's about the people of color. They whisper that they're going to vote for Trump, but now they're not whispering it anymore. They're becoming very loud in voicing their support for Donald Trump. And in six twenty sixteen. It has gone 20 percent from 2016 to now, 20 percent in the polls with the people of color. Now, it's because of the economy, criminal justice and the influence of other black people like Mark Fisher and the black rapper Wacka Flacka Flame. Mark Fisher is going to have lunch. You know, Sandra, I just love it when you talk about black rappers. Who's that black rapper we uh, you just mentioned? His name, I don't even know who he is, but I read this. His name is Wacka Flacka Flame. <laughs> and he's going to also vote for Donald Trump. But here's what I want to say. Trump and Fisher in the past had bad sowing of the seeds. They had hatred and violence. Now I believe the sowing of the seeds can blossom into love and righteousness. I really believe that if these people start seeing another way to look at life, we can have harmony in this world. I really believe that, Greg. All right, these people, come on now. Listen, I think uh... – Every election cycle, though, I hear there's always some excitement that uh, that the Republican is going to do well uh, with the black vote or the Hispanic vote. Here, there's uh, actually some truth to it. And I think, quite frankly, the arrests uh, have not damaged Donald Trump's reputation um, across the board. And quite frankly, especially with certain um, with wacka wacka flave, wacka wacka flame, that is. Not to be mistaken with uh, Flava Flav, Wacka Wacka Flock of Flame. Real name is uh, James Murphy, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Um, yeah, yeah, Wacka Wacka Flame. No, Wacka Flock of Flame has officially endorsed Trump. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Hey, can I do this for you? Um, this is President Trump on DeSantis. President Trump uh, ripping into DeSantis. It's actually Jason Scoop, my friend, the Trump impersonator. Oh, my God, it's good. Cut 17. DeSantis is in the negative numbers. 
my people are telling me that people saying he's on suicide watch. No, we're not sure. I don't want that to happen. Once again, let's pray. God, please help the sanctimonious meatball. Some people say I call him meatball. I would never call him meatball. But perhaps some people think that he looks like a meatball. I would never say that. But look, God, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, we have a tremendous relationship, me and you, Donald Trump and God. Uh, please help the sanctimonious if he wants to kill himself or uh, some people are saying he's thinking about self-harm. They call it cutting. A lot of teenage girls do it. And when I look at Rhonda Sanctimonious, I kind of think teenage girl. I see insecurity. I see perhaps somebody who might have been stuffed in a locker. And people say to me, oh, but he was in the military. Yeah, he was a lawyer in the military. He was in an office. He was picking his nose, perhaps eating it. I don't know. But please, God, please help Ron. We don't want to see his life end. He's got children. He's got a wife, news anchor wife. I sort of think looks like a Stepford housewife. She's like almost looks like a Mormon person or perhaps something out of a cult or something. I don't know if she's there against her will. I don't know if she's trapped. But look, God, please, we don't want Rod to kill himself. Amen. So look, we all don't right, want this is Rod great to kill stuff. himself. Wait, uh, is he done? Despite all his flaws, which there are many, he's still he's doing a nice job in Florida. Although, you know, he went at war to war with Disney World and that didn't end up so good. Oh, man, that, you know, he kind of starts these things. You know, people are saying I've heard. I don't know if it's true, but that is very, very Trumpian. And the the essence of it, the essence is positivity. Hey, the New York Times, because Trump is so positive, never, never, ever gets down on himself. It's really something to uh to take note of, remember, everybody in America, you're supposed to be self-deprecating. You're supposed to give yourself a hard time. Not true. I got to try that. The other thing, New York Times spends a hell of a lot of time, uh, a lot of space today. The New York Times trying to explain away that very incriminating text message from Hunter Biden to his daughter, Naomi, where Hunter says, don't worry, I won't make you give me half of your salary like Pops made me give him half of my salary. Uh, a lot of bitterness there in the in the text, um, and now the New York Times is trying to explain it away, trying to say that uh, oh, what Hunter was talking about was the allowance, your allowance, your allowance, just the allowance money, you know, like that you make, you know, being a lifeguard or you make working at the grocery store. That's what he was. He wasn't talking about money from his actual professional life. The New York Times does not know that, but they spent all this time. Look, whether you like it or not. It's amazing, though. They first would not acknowledge the laptop. Then they acknowledged it and said it was fake. And then they stopped talking about it. Then they finally said, okay, about two years later, it's real. And now they're going in and they're spinning all of this material as somehow positive for Hunter Biden. A text message from him to his daughter, who writes this kind of stuff, complaining about his father, saying his father made him give him half of his salary for 30 years and the New York Times is trying to say, well, actually, they were just talking about uh, allowance and kid money. Um, no, this is a piece of evidence. I, I will admit it's not the strongest thing. You say all kinds of things in text. People vent. People brag. People just, you know, thought dump. It doesn't – it's all – a lot of it's garbage. It doesn't matter. However, as Rudy Giuliani told me, this is evidence. Now, you could debate it. You could quarrel with it. You could dismiss it, but it's evidence. And when this is submitted in court, they'll put a little sticker on it that says evidence. And hopefully it will be up to a jury very soon. Be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 
Oh, uh, they say, they tell me this is very touching. Some soldier reunited with his military working dog from, uh, let's see, they were in some war zone, and then he got transferred, the dog stayed, and now the soldier and the dog have been reunited. Uh, you know, sometimes these stories are nice, but most of the time it's some pain-in-the-neck jerk who just mailed everybody a letter, bothered everybody from uh, from his senator and congressman to his uh, just making a federal case out of it. I, 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 I had a negative experience once um, with a military working dog. I love dogs, um, but this whole thing about bothering the military and bothering the government so you can get your your working dog back, I'm sorry. <laughs> just remember that Megan Levy movie? Megan Levy, it was a big thing for a while. Um, you know, she's she's great. You know, great a great Marine and is over there with her dog and and doing great things in the military. But then she leaves the military and writes a letter to everybody in the world, like I want my dog back. I want my dog back. And the Marine Corps is like, hey, we still need this dog. And then the Marine Corps is like, well, this dog might be dangerous out on the loose. So you know, we got to anyway. Uh, Chuck Schumer gets involved. <laughs> Always a bad sign and. Pulls some strings, calls the commandant, so they release the dog. Long story short, the dog bit me. <laughs> he didn't break the skin or anything like that, but I was like, I don't know about this dog. And I'm petting him, and I'm petting him, and then he had a little rubber bone in his mouth, and he puts down the rubber bone, and he kind of gently turns, puts, takes my hand in his mouth, and then proceeds to crush it. I still have tre- a tremor in one of my fingers. It still bothers me. It's, it's like 10 years ago. And, um, and then I, I, I said, this dog is not, is not safe. You can't have this dog out. I'm like, I know, I know. And then two days later, the dog lunged at A-Rod at Yankee Stadium. He's <laughs> like at the thing. It's like, you know, I just, I don't know. There are rules sometimes for a reason. Um, and these waivers and bothering the politicians. Anyway, look, I didn't see the movie. Maybe it's great. And anybody who joins a, the Marine Corps is a, I consider a sister or a brother, but I think there was maybe a little bit too big a deal made out of that dog who probably should have been kept on a military base or in war zones doing its job that it really, really loved. I love dogs, but I still kind of have a have an issue with that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> People looked at me like it was my fault, too. I mean, I don't know. I did not think it was my fault. Hey, do you want to hear um, a little scene from that Jeffrey Dahmer movie? This is really interesting. Um, you know, it's one of the few movies lately that I've seen that did not make fun of Christianity. So at this point, Jeffrey Dahmer is in jail and, you know, he's thinking about all the stuff he did and he wants to talk to the priest. And um, he's talking about forgiveness and he knows that some other guy says he was forgiven. Well, listen to this, please. Cut to 15. I don't think I deserve forgiveness for what I've done. Well, it's not about deserve. Jeff, that's the thing about grace. We don't deserve it, but we get it anyway. You know, Jesus wasn't alone when he was dying on the cross. There were two criminals that were being crucified with him. And one of them said to Jesus, kind of making fun of him. He says, hey, if you're the son of God, why don't you save yourself and save us while you're at it? But the other one, he shouts this guy down, says, hold on. You and me, we're criminals. We're getting what we deserve. But this guy, Jesus, he didn't do nothing wrong. Then he says to Jesus, 
remember me when you come into your kingdom. And so Jesus turns to him. And you know what he says? He says, today you will be with me in paradise. Jesus didn't ask him what he'd done to get crucified. Didn't ask him if he was sorry. All this guy had to do to be saved was to believe that Jesus was the son of God. And let us not forget. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that kind of, and they depicted it in a very respectful kind of serious conversation, just like that. And, um, by the way, they said the, the guy didn't have to confess. Jesus already knew what he did. Jesus already knew what the guy did. And, um, you know, sometimes people think, well, that doesn't sound, if you just accept him, then you can go out and sin. No, actually, if you accept him, you're not going to want to sin like you used to. You're not going to want to do that stuff or you'll be more mindful. And, uh, hey, Carmine, uh, what did you think of that? You're, uh, very, very devout. We appreciate it so much. What'd you make of that? Yeah, well, I didn't watch the end of a, of a series, as you know, uh, but Romans says, shall we continue in sin so that God's grace abounds? And the answer is, God forbid. Yeah, well, he's not talking. we're not talking about continuing in sin, right? Oh, boy. You opened up another can of worms. All right, don't go far, and uh, we'll be right back.